guys um welcome to another episode um thank you for joining me if you are i have a very special guest i'm sure you can hear him in the background here we have samson daniels samson do you want to say hi he always has so much to say so we'll go ahead and get started with our um, usual little news update So the CDC says there is going to be a possible mask lift by the 30th, but this only is regard to outside and um, also if you have both of your vaccinations. Now, with this being said, this is a good thing, but also a bad thing. This is a very good step forward for us to go back to normalcy. However, I feel like it'll also be a bit abused. Because um, how do they know people are fully vaccinated and not wearing their mask? And why does it matter? Because I feel like not very many people wear their mask outside anyways. Like I, for one, am completely comfortable wearing a mask. I love wearing a mask. I will probably wear a mask for the rest of my life. I fucking love it. The only thing I miss is like lip gloss and like putting on lip liner and stuff like that. But wearing a mask is great because I have really bad like little tics and mannerisms with my mouth and um, I have a lot of trouble getting out what I need to say. So it's kind of nice because people can't quite see me struggling to speak and see me sticking out my tongue nonstop or like playing with my teeth nonstop or like moving my mouth around like you know and you can't see me speaking to myself like I love a mask I look a lot more mysterious you can't like do you know me do you not know me who knows you can't really see all you can see is my eyes and one of my favorite features about myself is my eyes I like my teeth too but my favorite feature is my eyes I really like my eyes so I have absolutely no problem whatsoever wearing a mask So I will not be participating. Um, In other news, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, not sure how to say the fucker's name. I don't remember if I said this the last time I had a podcast, but he was found guilty. So hopefully he will be in prison rotting. And my thing is, I'm really nervous that like other white supremacists and KKK members will get to him and be like, hey, we'll protect you because I really need the other prisoners to get a hold of him because I know there are people in there waiting on that ass. So but I'm not going to get too into detail because, like I said, I don't really want to make this too political of a podcast. Um, but yeah, fuck Derek. Hopefully he rots in his cell. Um, Logan. Uh, Logan Paul, a YouTuber, God knows why, decided that he wants to fight one of the biggest fighters in the world, Floyd Mayweather. Um, They will be fighting June 6th, ESPN has announced, and it will be televised. Um, Why he decided to fight uh, Floyd Mayweather is beyond me. I'm not sure what it is with TikTokers and YouTubers feeling like they need to dip their toe in people that have been doing this basically their entire life um logan paul started doing this i believe in like 2019 18 floyd has been doing this since he was in third grade so why they will fight is beyond me i really hope floyd kind of whoops his ass um i'm sure he will and i'm confused on why floyd is even wasting his time 
um, fighting this white boy. So today is a very interesting topic. Today we will be, I will be exposing some of the jobs that I've had. Um, if you know me, you know, I've had 11 jobs. Um, I've been a working girl since I was 16. I'm now 24. Um, I'm very quick to quit a job if I do not like it. So I'm kind of going to give a rundown of almost all the jobs I've had. Um, and I haven't hated all of my jobs, but I will be exposing the ones that I did hate. So starting with the very first one, it is a grocery store. Some of them I will not give the names of for, I guess, legal reasons and also because I because I just, you know, I guess it is legal reasons. So one of the first places is Fresh Market. Fresh Market was my very first job. Me and my mom used to shop there all the time when I was younger. Um, Since I was like 11, I think we used to shop at Fresh Market. And I got a job there as a courtesy clerk and a bagger. Um, Courtesy clerk, was seven twenty five an hour, but the manager was nice enough to give me eight dollars an hour. Um, why I'm still not one hundred percent sure. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> there. Oh gosh, I just thought of this. I don't know if I want to say this. Well, I'll I'll get to it. Um, but <laughs> I just thought of that. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Um, I didn't forget about it. It's burning my mind, but I didn't think of talking about this, but I will definitely be discussing it. But, um, so, mm, I got uncomfortable real quick for, okay. Anyways, um, so courtesy clerk, you basically clean the bathrooms, you wipe the floors, you do all the fun slave stuff that, um, you're supposed to do. Um, I bagged every once in a while. I had to take out people's groceries to their cars, all that kind of stuff. I was the youngest person in the entire store, um, which was a lot of fun because the store was majority men. So it was really exciting. I was young. I was just fresh. So it was wonderful for a good little while. And it was really fun because so many of them would ask me when I was going to be 18. And it was flattering at first when I was, because I was a child and I fed off of male attention. And um, I would usually just be like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. Like that kind of thing. Not realizing I was becoming a part of the 97% and being preyed on, which was a lot of fun. A lot of these men were grown. They were in their 20s, um, in their 30s. There was one that was 47. That was a lot of fun. He had a daughter that was two years older than me. Um, And he did not care at all. He asked me out five times, I believe. Um, And he said, my age does not concern him whatsoever. I will not be disclosing this man's name because, first of all, I think he still works there. And I don't remember his last name. I will not be disclosing any of the men's names because there's actually a few I want to talk about. I completely forgot about. Wow. I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, I felt safest in the bakery because the bakery was women, um, mainly women. 
And one girl that was 18, I think, she was my friend. I really liked her. Um, she used to kind of, like, protect me in a way. Like, because, like I said, I was flattered, but also nervous sometimes. Um, because our uniform was, like, a polo shirt and tight jeans. And for some reason, my manager, I told him I needed a medium shirt because that's when my breasts started growing. And he gave me a small, and he was... He told me I can't give you a medium because a medium is only for the bigger girls, um, like in the stomach. And I, even though I was uncomfortable, I kept the small and I just kept going on my little way. And so I, like I said, I was the youngest girl there and there was a team of courtesy clerks and I was the only girl, which was also a lot of fun. Um, the boys I worked with, oh gosh. I can't, I remember like two of them, but I feel like there were more. Um, they were really nice. One used to tease me a lot. Um, but now that I look back, it's because he definitely liked me. He used to tease me about like literally everything, like the dumbest shit. And he was 19, I think. But now that I look back, he was definitely into me. Um, he moved back to Sweden with his family. Um, because I feel like now he's probably cute-er, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, he was cool. He tried selling me shrooms one time, which was a lot of fun, because I had no clue what they were and what was going about it. So, back to the part of the job. So, my manager was a man. Um, he's long gone from the company. His name was Obadiah. He was really nice. He was not in any way making me uncomfortable in any shape or form he wasn't sexual towards me or anything he was kind of one of those like hey do your job and like keep it going you know but he used to make me do the most the most for eight dollars an hour there was a point where he made me shine the floors at 16 i was shining the floors i was on my knees shining the floors after we were closed like i'm pretty sure i was supposed to have been i'm pretty sure that was illegal Cause isn't there some sort of law in Georgia about like minors can be home only at this time? And I was there at like ten thirty, scrubbing the floor, with and which was great because um, the only people that were left were him and the meat deli guys who were doing the deep cleaning, which was wonderful because the meat deli guys didn't give a fuck that I was a minor. Um, And by the time I got to their area and having to do the deep cleaning, that fucking sucked like hell because I was on my knees, literally on all fours, and they're saying things that I don't want to say. But that was a lot of fun. And (laughs) when (laughs) when I turned 17, there was a guy that started working there, and I thought he was so cute. Like, I don't know why, because I still follow him. I still follow him on Instagram. And I hope he doesn't listen. I doubt he listens to my podcast. But um, he knows who he is. Um, But I was 17, so I was not of age at all. Um, He started with his friend, who I used to think his friend was cuter. But I was like, "Mm, but we'll call him Tate. Mm, But Tate gives me more attention. I had the biggest crush on Tate. Don't know why. Me and my manager up front we used to giggle about Tate like because she used to flirt with him and stuff but she was like 41 and didn't really 
care. Like, you know, she was just doing it just to be funny. Um, and Tate was this country boy, like this white country boy. But he was so cute to me. And like I said, now today's time, I don't know why I thought that his friend was definitely cuter. His friend was more like a friend to me. Like his friend did not really like his friend saw me as a child as they should have. Like he would flirt with me too, but he like knew his limit. Like he was like, oh, but but do you want a sandwich or anything like that kind of stuff? Like he knew his limit. Tate kind of kept him moving. So there was one. There was one day, I, it's not funny because it's actual sexual harassment, but like, it's, it's not funny because like back then I was like, oh my gosh, Tate likes me, but it's genuinely sexual harassment. Um, that's one of the exciting things about my podcast. I get to just spill all my trauma um, because I, I, I need to share it because um, I've told my therapist all, a lot of my trauma before, but like I need to share it with more people especially because I don't remember talking about her with this topic but um he was in the break room and the break room had no cameras or anything and the break room was like this room that was up the steps so you could usually hear when people are coming because like you hear kind of stomping going up the steps and um sorry I'm watching my dog um so there were stomping going up the... Uh, you would hear stomping when people are going up the steps. Like, no matter who it was, you're always going to hear them coming up the steps. And so I was coming up the steps because I had to start cleaning the bathrooms up there. And I had my little mop bucket, which was also stupid as hell. I used to have to carry the mop bucket. Like, nobody would help me. Again, I was 16. I was, like, 102 pounds. Like, nobody was helping. I was five foot. Like, nobody, nobody cared to help me. So, um, I was going up the steps and Tate was up having his lunch and I was like, oh my gosh, what are you eating? Like that kind of stuff, like kind of joking with him. And I forgot how this happened, but he asked me to grab him something like that was on the other side of the table. And I was like, okay, like, why can't you reach it? And he said something like, cause I'm holding my sandwich. And I was like, okay. And basically when I was grabbing it like I was leaning over him or something and he pulled me in and he made me kiss him (laughs) and of course today I'm like what the fuck was going on like I can't even it boggles my mind and I was like Tate what the hell like that kind of stuff and he's like you know you wanted to do it and I was like well yeah but still like we're at work and I asked him how old he was he told me 21 first of all I find out many years later, the fucker was lying. He was 25. That doesn't, that makes a big difference because 21 is still bad for a 17 year old, but 25. mm. And then I forgot how or what happened, but somehow we ended up. mm, We ended up like literally just talking about it makes me sick. Like, we ended up making out in the bathroom. Like, whenever it was my turn, it was my time to go clean the bathroom, we would text each other. And I would be like, hey, I'm about to go to the bathroom. And he, ew, it's so, like, fucking weird to think about. Like, I used to literally slut myself out for a 25 year old. But we would make out. And there was another point where he was trying to do something to me with his fingers because I don't want to get too in depth. And I was like, 
I yeah, <laughs> I was so worried because not, that never happened to me. So I was like, what if like I smell or like it was the dumbest shit. I don't know. Like I used to like panic because I would always be like, no, don't. And he would be like, why? I want to see it so bad or something like that. And, or, and he used to say like he wanted to just slurp on me. So like the weird, I literally hate talking about it's so weird to think about why did I do this? And I would always be like, no, Tate, we can't. That kind of thing. And he would always get so upset about it, of course. And then one day, I don't... I hate it. There was one day he he wanted me to suck him off. And it was my first time ever doing it. And I still had gum in my mouth. Ew, I just... Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. I still had gum in my mouth. And I was going to take it out. And he was like, no, keep it stop I hate talking about this so long story short I ended up sucking his dick like three times and when he finished I was so shocked and disgusted because I didn't know penises could do that and I was like what was that and he had to like he was literally educating me in the bathroom because I didn't know what it was and I like that should tell him enough that okay this girl is too young for me to be doing this with because he literally had to tell me what cum was like i was like what what is that like that kind of like because i was fucking 17 like i was young i've never done anything like i've never even kissed it like he was my first kiss like i never i didn't used to watch porn any of that kind of stuff um yeah and then i'm so it amazes me that nobody ever caught us because it was literally the employee bathroom there were like 40 employees all at once like nobody in that fifth like eight minutes ever had to use the bathroom and it truly amazes me and it boggles my mind because he was doing this and then there was one day i was checking out a girl and she was really cool she was really pretty he came up to the register and I thought my dumbass thought he was visiting me. And he said, hey, babe, <laughs> to the girl. And he bought her stuff. And she was like, what do you want for dinner? And I, it blew my mind. It blew my fucking mind. Because I, she was literally in my line. Like, this is when I got promoted to cashiering. She was literally in my line. And he was, like, telling her, like, oh, you look so pretty today. Like, what do you, oh, babe, what do you want for dinner? That kind of thing. Excuse me. It still blows my mind to this day that I cried about that. Like, first of all, why the fuck did I do it? Second of all, what the hell was he thinking? Because then I ended up getting attached to him and, you know, he didn't care about me. Um... Because after a while, he he wouldn't talk to me. He would only text me. So, like, he wouldn't talk to me in the store. And if I did say something, he wouldn't look at me. But he would text me and be like, meet me in the bathroom. And that kind of stuff. And my dumbass would go do it. It's just... It amazes me. Because... Somehow, some of the guys at the meat counter found out about it. And it was so fucking humiliating. Because they used to say, like... Oh, can I have a turn too? Or, oh, when are you going to the bathroom, Kyla? Like, it it just blows my mind to think that that was happening in my workplace and I didn't say a word. Like, I didn't tell anybody I didn't quit. I think I tried to quit, but my parents made me stay until I found another job. Um, 
But like all the guys that were like in their 20s started like teasing me about it and like practically slut shaming me by saying like, oh, I didn't know you're such a little whore. Like that kind of stuff. It's literally disgusting to think about all these fuckers that were like literally sexualizing a 16 year old. Luckily, other 16 year olds came. So my shine kind of started slowing down. But like I still warned all the girls like about the meat department because it was mainly the meat department. And then some guys in produce, but the one guy in produce quit, thank God. Um, But then I luckily escaped because I found a job at Chick-fil-A. Yay! So Chick-fil-A was wonderful because there was no sexual harassment whatsoever. However, it was definitely, definitely one of my worst fucking jobs ever. Because, first of all, um, it wasn't the worst. It was a bad job. Like, it wasn't a bad job. I feel like if I worked at a different Chick-fil-A, I might have liked it. But the management sucked because literally all the managers were 21 and 22. And I was 18 at the time. So I was like, fuck you. I don't have to listen to you. That kind of thing. And they definitely had favorites. And they definitely had... And from my understanding, a manager did fuck one of the workers. Which was a lot of fun to find out. Um, A lot of the people were fake as hell. There was a guy I had a crush on for some odd reason. Another white boy that I look back and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, I think it's if a white boy just like gave me attention, then I automatically assumed I needed to like have his kids because like all he he would just say, hey, Kyla. And I was like, oh, my God, like me and him are going to fuck like that kind of thing. Like it was just I don't know. It was hell because it was near the Infinite Energy Center. So every time there was a concert, a musical, like anything, people would flock to that Chick-fil-A. And seriously, the worst day of my entire life has to be the first night of Frozen on Ice. That shit literally haunts me. I literally still have dreams about working that shift. It was hell from 8 a.m., to 10 p.m. when we closed it was absolute hell it was absolute hell it was so fucking busy for no reason and a bunch of fuckers coming in with nine kids and the kids are screaming and throwing shit and it was just and they had me be cow three times because they used to say I was a good cow which made no sense because all you do is wave and that cow suit has nowhere to breathe you can't breathe in the cow suit that cow suit is so fucking uncomfortable. It is sticky. That bitch does not get washed. I've been cow three to four times. It doesn't get washed. Um, I think it does every four months. Um, the head is heavy as fuck. That head is so damn heavy. That shit literally hurts. And I used to panic because this was back when I used to straighten my hair. And it was so hot. I would like literally sweat my straightening out like I would put the head on and I had straight hair and I would take it off and I'd be have curly hair like that shit was so fucking hot I used to literally ask my managers like hey like I heard the more road chick-fil-a's cow head has fans in it like can you do that and he would always be like we can't afford that right now that kind of thing and I was like and they always used to make and there was one time I was chick-fil-a I was cow santa And I had to have an extra layer of clothes on the cow and a fucking hat. And that shit was so damn hot. 
And there would be, uh, there were literally fuckers that would put their damn kids on my lap. (laughs) And there was this one time where the dad was like, oh, I'm going to sit on his lap too. I was like, bro, (laughs) no, I was literally panicking because this 40 year old fucker that was like, Six five decided to sit on my lap, and I like I couldn't say anything in the cow suit, so I was waving my hand, and he was like, "Look how excited he is!" I was like, "No, get off of me, please!" I that was oh god, that's so funny to think about. It's just funny to like look back at memories about your jobs, and like you realize you were literally like fucked, sucked, and abused. Um, also. PSA, the food is frozen. I know, shocking. A lot of people think, oh, they make it in there. We make the filet and the nuggets. We refry it. So it seems like we've fried it, but it's just refried. All that shit is frozen. The ice cream machine cleans out mm, every seven years. Nobody cleans the ice cream machine. That used to be one of our closing duties, and nobody ever did it. I've never seen the ice cream machine clean. Ever. Ever. My entire life. We can decide if we want to give you food for free or not. Um, because you know how, like, I think on TikTok it said, like, oh, if you go through Chick-fil-A drive through and forget your wallet, they'll give it to you for free. That's not true. Because there was a woman that literally told me, like, oh, I forgot what she said, like, Something about somebody died or something. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's going to be 1070. And she was like, I just can't find my wallet right now. I'm like, uh, we can definitely hold the food until you come back. Like, that. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm not giving you free shit. Because then it has to come out of, like, my drawer. And then it's possibly out of my paycheck. Like, it used to be some sort of little rule like that. Like, oh, if you charge people. If you don't charge people, then da-da-da-da. And then they tried to put me in the kitchen, which I fucking loved. I loved the kitchen because I didn't have to talk to anybody. And I was back there with my little, um, my buddies. The night crew is so different from the morning crew. The night crew was way better. I think because that's when like all the high schoolers got off. And then the manager for night was also in high school. And he used to literally just jack off in the office. It was wonderful. And he also, I think, wanted to have sex with me. So I was totally fine because I'd be like, I'm going to say his name is Derek. I'm going to be like, Derek, can I go home early? He'd be like, of course you can. I'd be like, ah, bet. But I'm going to say her name, Ivana. Ivana, fuck Ivana. She was one of the morning managers, and me and my friend used to fucking hate her with a passion. That bitch was like 4'11 and annoying as fuck and so rude. I literally used to ask her to take my break, and she'd be like, mm, no, because blah, blah, is going to go before you. And I would literally have been there before blah, blah. She is straight up favoritism. I wanted to punt the fuck out of her so bad. Um, next up, we are going to talk about... I'm not going to go over every job I've had. Um, I'm just going to go over the jobs I hate. Um, but I will still go in order. So after that, I went to PGA Tour Superstore. That was I. Um, not very much sexual harassment there. Because it, it was a very... It was giving very white, um, rich men... Which I'm fine being around white rich men because most of them, they're either really nice or just want me to do my job and keep going, which I respect because I want them to pay and keep going. So at the register, I'd be like, hi, how are you? They'd be like, good. How are you? Be like, Did you find everything all right? Yes. Thank you, sweetie. I'd be like, you're welcome. It's going to be 1250. Here you go. 
Thank you. Here's your receipt. Have a good one. That's my favorite interaction of all time. That is my favorite hands down interaction of all time. Like when you're nice, but you know, we're just getting down to business. Like I just want you out of my face. But the fuckers that are like, I'm like, hi, how are you? Did you find everything all right? It's going to be 12. I have a membership like that. I hate those kind of people. And then, hi, how are you? Well, I was fine until I came here and spent all my money. Ah, No, I hate all those kind of interactions. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Hate, 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 loathe those interactions. Um, So it was okay. Um, After PGA Tour, I had my first country club, country club, country club of the South. First of all, almost all my coworkers were fine as hell. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Some of them I'd still fuck. Some of them I follow on Instagram. I'd still fuck. I don't care. I don't give a shit. There was one I was literally obsessed with. (laughs) He was this West Indian boy, and I was so fucking obsessed with him. I used to Snapchat him all the time. He's fine as fuck. He probably is still fine. I don't give a hell. I don't give a rat's ass. I will heavily admit I wanted to fuck him so bad. I used to literally snap him and talk about the dumbest shit, and I knew he wasn't feeling me, but I was, like, begging him to fuck me. I was like, please, please. It was so embarrassing. And all the girls there were really pretty. It was before I realized I knew I liked girls. Um, But they were all really pretty. A lot of them were really snooty, though, and thought they were better than me, I guess, because they're white, which is understandable. Um, I worked at the hostess stand for a while. I fucking hated it. Then I went to banquet, and I didn't mind it, but it was really stressful because, like, we would be working people's weddings, and, like, we had a lot of, like, little things that we were supposed to do, and if we messed up anything, we basically messed up the whole wedding, and that was really stressful for me to be doing at 19 or 20, I think, and when we used to take down and break down the wedding, we used to, like, be there until 2.30, and that shit used to piss me off, because then they would try to ask me to be there at 9 a.m., and I'm like, Bitch, I live 45 minutes from here. Like, by the time I get home and shower, it's going to be... And eat dinner, it's going to be 6 a.m. Like, I was never feeling it. Um, The pool, I fucking loved the pool. The pool was amazing because I literally used to sit up there and I would read. The entire day I was reading. I was either on my phone or I was reading. And that was the entire shift. And I used to get 13 an hour. That shit was straight up busting and tips. Because the members there were super nice. Those were probably the best members I've ever dealt with. I've worked at three country clubs. And they're the best members I've ever dealt with. Um, one even offered me a job. And I ended up going to her job and leaving there. It was actually an Italian restaurant that is closed down due to COVID. But Mari's Cucina was another odd one. Because every single day I went in there, somebody told me I was pretty. And it used to literally scare me because it felt like a Twilight Zone type of thing because people always told me I was pretty there. And everybody there basically did whatever I wanted them to do. Like, I was a hostess, and there was a male hostess, and I used to make him do everything because he thought I was so pretty, and I think he had a crush on me. So I used to make him literally do everything. And then the managers, if I wanted to leave, I told them I wanted to leave, and pop a titty and they would let me go and the cooks I would lean over and show my titties and they would give me free rabbit like everybody was literally obsessed with me there I wish I still worked there because I used to get free shit all the time and all the guests like all the customers would tell me I was pretty 
And I think because they weren't used to seeing black people, because I was the only black girl in there. Plus, like, I had long hair, and I was the perfect weight, and my butt used to be perky and not as giant as it is now, and my boobs were just starting to grow in and all this kind of stuff. And I was, like, I had a smaller waist, and I was, like, 5'1 then. Ugh. I used to be so cute, and I used to always get my eyebrows and my hair done. I was so cute. Like, I, I, I'm okay now, but I was so much cuter then. Like, everybody loved me at Mari's. And then I had to quit because one of my checks was $101, and I was really confused, so I quit immediately. Um, after Mari's came, I don't even remember. Let's start talking about the ones I hated. So... Good old St. Ives Country Club. Fuck St. Ives Country Club and fuck Ben. I said exactly what I said. Ben is literally Hitler. He reminds me of Hitler. I hated Ben with a passion. First of all, definitely Republican, definitely Trumpy. Um, he used to... Like, me and my coworker literally complained to him about sexual harassment and nothing happened. If you listen to this and not, you know who I am or you know who you are, do you remember that? Was it, Didn't we talk to him about sexual harassment or like walking our cars by ourselves or something and he like never did anything about it? Like he was like, oh, I'll definitely consult with the other managers about fixing that. We don't want young girls to feel unsafe. And nothing ever happened. <laughs> um, there is one coworker there. I want to talk about him really bad. Um, but he never really did anything to me, just to my friends, but I don't really want to talk about their background without like their consent, you know, basically he was a prick and a piece of shit and he was super sexual towards girls and he was basically using one of my friends while him having a girlfriend. But like I said, I don't want to talk about their business um he was literally a waste of space i did not like him one bit um he used to really mess up with mess with my friends and he had temper problems because he like smashed one of our coworkers' windows at a party that he wasn't invited to but like i said i don't want to get into it because it has nothing to do with me um he blocked me on snapchat which i don't mind at all because he want he and I think it was because he wanted me to give him a blowjob in exchange for edibles. And I said no. And so he blocked me. But like I said, I'm not complaining. His edibles were kind of trash. Um, but St. Ives was great money. It was just fucking boring. First of all, literally nobody ever came in unless it was like Friday or Sunday brunch. Or, like, a little after four when I was leaving. Um, The members weren't that nice. I didn't like a lot of the members. Um, A lot of them, frankly, got on my fucking nerves because they completely ignored me. Um, The tennis girls, I used to... The tennis women, I hated with a fucking passion. Um, One of my managers made me start serving there for a while. And I literally hated it because I had to serve the tennis people. And they were such bitches, even though I told them, like, hey, this is my first time serving, so I'm so sorry about that, ladies. I told them that four times, and they still asked to speak with a manager. My manager literally had to tell them, like, oh, she's learning. And they're like, oh, we understand. We didn't know she was learning. So fuck them. Um, 
I had a nervous breakdown there one time to the point where I was literally in the bathroom for 20 minutes screaming. I was literally screaming. And one of my coworkers had to go in there and help me. And I got to sit in her car and she comforted me and let me hit her dab pen. And she showed me a text a manager sent us. And he said, is Kyla all right? I really need her back on the floor. (laughs) And I was, it just amazed me. I was literally having a mental breakdown. Like I was literally having a mental breakdown because I didn't take my meds. And I I don't even know what happened. Like I don't remember anything before my breakdown. I just remember the during it and the aftermath. But something somehow happened where I just literally started breaking down and she had to comfort me. And just the fact I remember her showing me the text of him saying, like, I really need her back on the floor. Like, he expected me to go back to work. And did I? Unfortunately, I did. But I only worked for an hour. And then I was like, hey, I got to go home. Um, I used to be late all the time. But so did one bitch who, like, literally never did her job. And she used to vape in the bathroom for, like, an hour and a half. And I was fired because I was 10 minutes late one time. Yep. I was 10 minutes late. And so they decided to fire me. They called... They actually called me while I was watching It too with my friend at the theaters. And I called her back and it was literally like 11 at night. I was like, hey, what's up? She was like, um... So apparently you were late this morning. We're going to have to let you go. And I remember I was literally like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck that place. Like, how dare you let me go because of that shit? Meanwhile, Linda, we'll call her Linda, not her real name, literally vapes in the fucking bathroom for two and a half hours without greeting her tables. Like, fuck you. Fuck yourself. Da, da, da. All this kind of stuff. And come to find out one of the managers that I was cool with texted me and told me like, me and basically the manager you cussed out and then the other manager that I liked did not want to f- want you to be fired. Like, we were defending you. It was Ben and then this other old bitch named Sheila. Fuck Sheila. Sheila was this old black bitch that couldn't hear for shit. And she used to be fucking and sucking one of the members when his wife would go on her, like, tennis tournaments in, like, fucking um, Orlando. And she literally used to always say, oh, I'm building a mansion, I'm building a mansion. But she used to, like, fucking live in an apartment. She used to just straight up lie about bullshit like that. I did not like her. Fuck Sheila. Um, we're slowly getting to the whipped cream of the ice cream sundae, which is one of the most exciting parts. <sighs> this is a job that everybody knows I hate with a fucking passion. I will not be saying the name. Of this job. But. It is. Some a place that sells steaks. So. This job I've been at. For two and a half years. And it has been. A heavenly two and a half years. Um, we'll first start off with the pay. The pay is a scam. Which is really exciting. Um. They tell you at your interview you get 13 an hour plus tips. You do not get 13 an hour plus tips. You get tips. Solely tips. Every time I get a check, it says $0 because, first of all, we are taxed the fuck out. There was even an instance where they wanted me to come in early and answer phones, which I'm usually fine with because the last time I did it before this, I made $105. 
and that's fine. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go do it. I return and I get five checks. Every single one of them is zero dollars. I did the phones for two days. So I tell my manager, I'm like, hey, um, I came in and did phones and I didn't get paid. And she said, oh, um, your one manager put the, put it in wrong. Um, you were supposed to get $15. What? $15? She's like, yeah, because we have to start giving y'all minimum wage for phones because we're having trouble paying you all because we are running low on business. Um... So you were planning on giving me $15 for being here for four hours. She said, we will reimburse you in your next tip out, which was fine. But I was salty that I was supposed to get $15 and it was taken out from tax. Um, there are many things I could talk about regarding this job. Um, there's a lot of favoritism. There is a person who... I think, has some dirt on a manager. And she basically does whatever she wants, along with her four friends, her four favorite friends. Um, The managers practically suck, fuck, and slurp these four people. Um, I will not be saying any of their names. Somebody wears glasses. Somebody is tall. And somebody is... A stylish and short young lady. Um, They fucking suck them off so hard that I'm surprised they even have clits and dicks. If they want time off, they can have it doubled. If they have a test the next day, they can have the day off. I, however, have told management I had a test the next day. And you know what they told me? You should have studied before you got here. Um, they don't give a fuck that I'm in school and they don't give a fuck that I have another job. The requirement there apparently is to work three days a week, even though, from my understanding, there are a few people there that work two days a week because, you know, they have family, other jobs, school. Um, they also can come in two hours behind their shift time and it'd be totally fine. Um, I simply asked for Wednesdays off because, you know, I'm working a second job and I'm still in school because I'm trying to support myself to get an apartment. I was basically told to fuck myself. Um, you can only work three days a week. That's just what you're going to have to get. Okay, that's fine. Um, can I just have, I asked to have, um, at least two opening shifts, you know, because it's pretty decent money when you open there. They were told, they told me, yes, of course you can. Of course you can. This week I am closing. I'm closing today. I am opening Friday. And I am seating Saturday. Mind you, I haven't been seater since I started. Um, I've talked to, we will call her Rebecca. I have talked to Rebecca about five times about needing opening shifts because of money. It is all because of money. And the general manager, we will call her Vicky, 
has said, so you just don't care about the guest experience? I almost said, Vicky, you don't give a fuck about the guest experience. And of course I don't give a fuck about the guest experience. I get paid literally $3 an hour. I don't give a fuck if all of these guests blew up. I don't care if the guests sink on a ship. I care about maybe seven guests. There are about seven guests that I like that when I quit, I will genuinely miss. The rest can literally visit Satan. Um, I told Rebecca I really need two opening shifts a week. I'm not playing. I will quit. She said, well, we definitely can't have you quit. Um, we really need you. You're very valuable to this company. You're one of the few people who can open and coordinate properly. So instead, she gives my shifts away to a 19-year-old girl, which I don't mind. I completely understand. She's good. I love her. She's my friend. Um, but it just amazes me because... My coworker, who is a good worker, like I said, I'm not targeting her. I'm targeting the fucking management. Um, whatever she needs or gets, she can get. Um, she was supposed to be in on. It was a, it was Easter, I think. She couldn't come in. That was totally fine. They were completely fine with that. Um. I, however, couldn't come in on Easter either, and I was threatened to get written up. I don't think she was threatened to get written up. I think they just told her, like, can you get here as soon as you can? And she said yes, and she ended up not being able to come, and they were fine with that. Um, I was told I'll get written up if I don't come, even though I was planning, my family was planning on leaving that night. Um, I did not want to get written up, so I ended up coming in, but I told them I had to leave at a er, decent time. Um, there are few sexual predators there. I'm running out of time on my podcast. Damn. There are a few sexual predators there that I have, re- me and a few others have reported. Has anything happened? No, of course not. Those same men are still walking around and they are also still itching their balls, um, on the floor and talking to minor girls and texting minors. Um, there are no CDC guidelines followed at all whatsoever. Nothing is sanitized. We have little glasses in between the tables. And masks aren't required. If you're a server, um, you can wear a mask. They advise you to wear a mask, but it can be under your nose if you want, or on your chin if you want. Um... If you want to unveil your smile to the guests, you are more than welcome to. Um, I've been double masking for quite a while there, and I've been judged quite a bit. But I keep telling them it's because they keep allowing 700 people to be in the building at the same time. And I clearly don't feel safe because from my understanding, we are still in a pandemic. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we are. 
Many of the hostai have done all different kinds of things that, from my understanding, used to not be allowed. Like leaving while you're clocked in, smoking in your car, um, not showing up to your shifts without calling or anything, answering phone calls while you're up at the front, um, not wanting to learn how to do anything, um, going to the bathroom for about an hour and a half saying you have quote diarrhea um walking away completely from the host stand getting an attitude with the coordinator who's the person that's supposed to tell you what to do um the managers decide who they want to discount and who they don't me and one of my coworkers pulled up at the exact same time to get her to go and she was told oh linda we'll call her linda Linda says you're good. You don't have to pay. Um, My friend, the to-go person, gives me my check. And it shows that my side was comped. Out of everything, my side was comped. The cheapest thing was comped. Halved off. So, I'm going to make a whole separate episode next time of this place that sells steaks. Because I have a lot more to share. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. This was a really great one to unveil. My hyperfixation of the week has been hand tattoos. I really want some more really fucking bad. Um, I've been trying to book an appointment at um, Killer Ink Tattoos. Because I really want a butterfly on my hand. And then Lash Lifts which I discovered a few days ago, I would love to have one. It's when they put, like, this paste that makes your lashes lift up. Like, so it looks like you're wearing mascara, but you're not. It's so fucking cool. And then there's an Obama audiobook that my favorite job that I have right now is selling for 20% off, and I need it so bad, but it's $65. But I want it so bad. It's his Promised Land audiobook. I want it so bad. Um, the last time I cried was three days ago because I was thinking about my dog that died. R.I.P. Delilah, I miss her so much. And then the song that I am obsessed with is Met Him Last Night. It's by Demi Lovato and um, Ariana Grande. I personally think it's slept on. Um, I don't know how to work this yet, but I'm going to try to play it either before or after the podcast. I'm running out of time. Thank you so much again for joining me. I will try to make another one. Um, it's either going to be Wednesdays or Fridays now. So make sure to keep your eye out. Thank you again for listening. Okay, see ya.